0: Welcome to the first episode of Pinoy Chaos. I'm your host, the host with the most, Vicarillo. Tonight, we have a very special episode on chaos magic. What is chaos magic, you ask? Well, you're in luck because we we have a guest who is a long time practicing chaos magician based in Quezon City who goes by the name of of Multi. Yep. Uh, hello, Multi.
1: Hello. What's up, man?
0: What's up? Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So, uh, could you give us uh, uh, your background on the occult? Okay.
1: Sure. Uh, I've always been into the occult, like even as a kid, but. Uh, uh, I got into chaos magic in college now, which is about uh, well, over twenty years ago uh there was uh um at my and you know it um we all had dialogue and stuff like that, so there wasn't much video or stuff like that to see online but you text you could get all the text you want and your you know um C cluster or i uh, Na forums That's where I started, uh, gathering the materials from Chaos and Net Magic. And then, uh, Chaos Matrix, of course. Uh, chaosmatrix.org by Fenwick Horizon. Yeah, they collected a lot of the stuff there. And, I um, also, uh, I bought, like, my first few Chaos Magic books when I was in the UK. Uh, so, yeah, let's
0: I got started. Okay, just to let everyone know, I'm also a practicing Chaos Magician. I've been practicing for years since, um, uh, when was it? Early 2000s, I think. Yeah, starting in 1998. and But I got really mm-hmm. serious in the in early 2000s. But, of course, uh, I rather focus on my work as an you know, I'd rather focus on my role as uh, as host right now. So it'll be Multi Multi who will be uh, uh, discussing the brief history and the practice of Chaos Magic. So uh, Multi, could you tell us uh, the brief uh, history of Chaos Magic in a nutshell, at least?
1: Chaos Magic. Um, began as a reaction to ceremonial magic and dilemma and stuff like that. Uh, because uh, um, I mean uh most people are familiar with you know witchcraft, uh hermetic magic, um, you know, ceremonial magic. And uh people who know about it you know it can get kind of complicated. Like you have to understand, you have to m- remember the statements of correspondences or like you have to buy a a robe made of the right material or like Yeah, Eye of
0: Newt and all that shit.
1: Yeah. Uh and uh, Chaos Magic was a reaction to that. The singer. Uh Magic get it had too much baggage. And the people who started Chaos Magic, the Austin Must Be who never called it Chaos Magic. Uh Pete Carroll, uh Liver Chaos. Um and uh you know, Phil Hein, who wrote Prime Chaos. Uh, they're, they're basically magicians, practicing magicians, who decided that they could, you know, uh, boil magic down to its essence, get rid of the, the trappings that, um surround magic often. And like, there are many rules that we take for granted when we do magic, like we don't question any of them. Like, uh, you have, um, uh, the threefold rule, right? So Wicca uh, or, uh, so, uh, we, we have all these, this baggage, so magic that we're carrying from ancient times, which, you know, magic is ancient, nanomag. But, uh, starting with Austin Osmond Spare, who was a contemporary of, uh, Alistair Crowley, who you might, uh, recognize as the, um, magician, the beast, uh, 666, Alistair Crowley, who, um, he found that he was first part of the Golden Dawn, the ceremonial magic uh scene. But then he left and then he founded his own order and his own kind of magic dilemma.
0: Golden o- uh, Golden Dawn, that's a pretty uh OG uh school uh, organization of magic.
1: It's- yeah, Silani, you know, you see Crowley, C Marshall Mathers, a whole bunch of them were originally Golden Dawn before
0: they- And of course Pamela Coleman Smith. Yeah. Yeah, the, the artist behind uh behind the Rider White cards. Did I get the lore yeah, right? I hope yeah. I got the lore uh, right.
1: Actually, you see Rider Wait.
0: Wait, sorry, wait.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Okay, wait, wait. Anyway, i sure I think
0: it's wait. I think it's wait.
1: Um, yeah. Um, they're just the dudes. Not the artists, right? Like they had a the female artist make the tarot for them, and she doesn't get credit actually.
0: Yeah, that is, that is, um, um, which is why uh, so, I make it a point to mention her uh, whenever possible.
1: yeah, that's good. Anyway, you just like uh, see si Austin Osman Spare, who was like a magician, but he was more solo. He was an artist primarily, like he made very uh, detailed.
0: Ah uh, yes, a man after my heart.
1: Yeah, uh, he, he, he learned magic a uh, separate from tradition. He, he devised his own, uh, practices, like, uh, the, uh, the rudiments of sigil magic we get from him, uh, the alphabet of desires from him. Uh, you know, uh, just the process of automatic drawing in order to discover your personal, your, your alphabet of desire. And he, he's the first guy who did that, that we know of and uh, we know of this because um there w- he had a biographer, uh, Kenneth Grant i think was that. he uh um who documented the life of this recluse, actually people rec- recluse. and then from there um uh the, if if you're familiar with like heavy metal and rock and stuff like
2: that oh like, shit uh, yeah
1: Sabbath, um they uh, picked up, because a part of the counterculture, you you um, you um tend to pick up other bits of the counterculture. So, like Black Sabbath, for instance, they were really into Kalema. Uh, they, they even have a song, Mr. Mister Crowley. Mr. Crowley, Mr. Crowley. Um, yeah, it's a long conversation, it's Crowley. But the song is Mr. Crowley. It, yeah, it's Crowley. Uh, it's Crowley, Crowley
0: everyone.
1: Yeah. But, I mentioned that Chaos Magic was a reaction to complicated ceremonial magic, all those other traditions at the time. Uh, it's similar to the way had, that punk rock was a reaction to rock at the time. Say, yung rock no 70s, really complicated riffs really long, you know, like Freebird, right? Fucking long ass song. Um, so... It, the the music was getting further and further from the regular style regular rock band um when the ramones came they didn't even call it punk yet but they showed now uh, you can play really simple music you know three, three powerful and uh rock the rock rock the roof of uh, the club and uh just as um, heavy metal is strongly affiliated with black magic magical, um, magic ruchos, and satanism. Uh, punk rock and chaos magic go hand in hand. Why Chaos magic had its birth really in the UK around the same time as uh, punk. And uh, you can see the Pete Carroll uh, people like that um, Phil Hine, they showed you they showed all of us really that you do magic without have to worry about all of these eldritch symbols or like the names of demons and stuff like yeah.
0: that. And of course, there's the religious uh, baggage that comes with uh, yeah. with uh, medieval with, with me- medieval exactly. magical grimoires, uh, right? Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, particularly exactly. Uh, the arbatel, and uh, mm-hmm. I think the key of Solomon. I'm, yeah, you know, yeah, for, yeah, the key so- for for a book of for, uh, no, huh? for a book of Demon magic. Uh, there's a lot of uh, God and Jesus in there.
1: Yeah, um, it's always like, ano palang, like uh, something basic like the Lesser Banishing Ritual of the Pentagram. Which they teach everybody. Um, it's full of the names of God, like Hebrew names of God. So you're really putting a lot of faith in the idea na by invoking the Judeo-Christian God that you can control all these powers and if you can if you if that's part of your background then great pero yung chaos magic they showed you that you don't have to worry about that stuff yung one like one the famous example that they always use is this guy chaos magician he wants to pass his math exam and he's thinking he's thinking about all the gods but none of the gods seem like they're Particularly, you know, suck for passing a my artless attempt, especially. So what the guy did was he listened to talk from project.
0: okay, okay, there's uh you're having feedback problems.
1: And in order to invoke him, what we'll do around it is people and then he will say stuff like I will never understand humans. Uh, basically just pretend like he's fuck all day and, you know, also he passed this exam. Now, Doc Myunga, the, what chaos magic, magicians take out, take from this example is that you can someone invoke, evoke completely fictional, um characters, not necessarily like, because like there's a lot of baggage, like when you're invoking gods, there's really gods or, so that is important. I just put this on how
0: oh my God, I got a not I'm sorry, <laughs> anyway, please go on. No
2: problem
0: uh, hello, are you having problem there mm-hmm. Hello.
1: I can I like I wasn't able to hear you
0: a while ago. okay lagged. it's lagged then. But I at least I know I can hear you uh audibly. Okay. Audible audible enough. You're yeah uh, no. You're audible enough. Okay, so please continue. Sure.
1: Um was I Ayun. Anyway, um Chaos Magic. This is why one of the most the first things you learn, chaos magic usually is sigil magic I'm, I'm like i'm sure you're familiar with sigil magic many um many people have tried to teach sigil magic in their books uh see Dr. ud has an entire practical sigil magic book which oh, know, it's comprehensive um but if you want like a short version you can either read uh Grant morrison's um essay on sigil magic the pop magic or you can watch his video on said this InfoCon, where somewhere during that long rambling speech of his, he teaches the entire audience how to do
2: Citizen magic.
0: Okay, so Grant video. Morrison's Pop Magic and uh, his his uh, speech video when he was in uh, this InfoCon, am I right?
1: I actually don't know what happened to this infocon now. Parang after the millennium.
0: Yeah, they seem to be quiet these me. days. Mm-hmm. What? They seem to be quiet these days.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yung nakita ko na lang si Jason Love. He has a mailing list where he keeps trying to sell a magic course also. So that guy's still around. culture. Um, Yeah. But I don't know about like the guy, host of
0: the distant coupon. on. I don't know what happened to that guy. Well, if Uh-oh. you if you ask me, I think Jason Love is doing a good thing. At least he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least he doesn't. You know, uh, he doesn't. Uh, dis- the the dis- the secretize uh, magic by calling it manifestation yeah. or ma- manifestation class or whatever.
1: <laughs> no, I call it magic because why would you call it anything else unless if you're trying to sell it to uh, Christians who don't want to do any magic because it is a sin.
0: Or fence-sitters.
1: <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Eh, what's this? Um. Basta, chaos magic is on the practical aspect of magic, and
2: uh it's
1: uh, for instance, uh, you know, when we, like we were discussing sigil magic, uh, what it, it's not important to know why sigil magic works. One explanation is you, know, you use your subconscious, you repress the sigil, the sigil gets stronger while it's repressed, and so it manifests in the world eventually, whether you like it or not. But that explanation doesn't, it's not important. What's important is you do the magic and then it works in order to prove to yourself that it works. Because, like, I I, I say this a lot, but, like, magic is like sex. You can read about it all you want. You can watch videos and listen to stuff about it all you want. And unless you've done it yourself, you don't know a damn thing. So you need to do at least one act of sorcery first before you go, or like, oh, shit, this stuff works. Yeah. And for most uh, beginning chaos magicians, that first act of sorcery is sigil magic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Any any cunt can do magic. Uh, oh, I, I was just I was just paraphrasing uh, John Constantine from from the Hellblazer comics. Oh yeah. What uh a, there's a, no, there's a um uh, there is a Connection, a wonderful connection between comics and magic. Could you explain that?
1: Well, yeah. Um, I think the two figures, the comics, who have actually, in kinds of magic, who have done the most to popularize magic during their time is Alan Moore and Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison, yeah.
0: Moore. The only guy yeah, that I fanboy over. Yeah. Alan Moore is okay, though. I like his works.
1: Um, Grant Morrison, he's more on the chaos magic side. Uh, see, um, Alan Moore, he's more Telema. Uh, he's really big into Telema um, and uh, ceremonial magic. But they both have the same roots almost. Um, they both are very heavily influenced by Robert Anton Wilson, you know, uh, the Illuminatus trilogy. Um... What's this, uh, Prometheus Rising? Um, and then uh, Robert Anton Wilson himself is very influenced by uh, Crowley, um, Timothy Leary, that uh, Harvard professor who used to pass out LSD <laughs> as an experiment. Um, and um, uh, also Austin Osmond's pair. Basta mga, uh, we're lucky because there are many biographers or the magicians of like the Victorian period and in that period na, who kept really good records so we, we have that stuff but the flip side is the baggage so yes magicians recognize that uh, these magicians from the past did have power they had their own system but you can actually make your own system is I think that's the radical idea that they introduced, and soon after, even without the idea and a chaos in the magic, um the idea that you can just do magic, high magic, whatever, advanced magic This advanced magic will beginnerist me Alan Chapman you all you have to do is um, perform an act that is symbolic of the desire that you're trying to manifest um. Uh, you know, like uh, the example I use is the, the rain dance, right? Uh, you want it to rain, so you do this dance because the dance symbolizes the rain, and then for some reason it rains. Uh, that's magic. It's, uh, you know, uh, primitive magic of our forebears and the shamans and stuff like that. But it's magic nonetheless. And unlike, let's say, a hermetic or a... Basta um, yung people who have a strong idea of how magic is supposed to work, right? You're supposed to use the holy names of God. You're supposed to use the right planets for the right right correspondences. Unlike those people, I guess magicians understand that any culture can produce magic. Magic is simple. It's not necessarily easy, but it's the simple act of performing an act in order to enact your will upon reality. Uh, that's a really broad definition because, you know, like, if you walk to your bedroom, did you perform a spell to get to the bed? Was that necessarily magic? So some people want to uh, separate, you know, a sorcerer's act from a non-sorcerer's act. But um, I think the key is that Most of the time, when we do something, we want to cause something else to happen. Like, we drink water because we want to stop being thirsty. There's a pre-cause and effect chain going on. But with magic, the chain is not causality. It's more like synchronicity. Like, you you know, doing the rain dance, for example, you won't say, Oh, I caused it to rain. In fact, if you say something like that as a magician, you know, oh, I did magic, so I caused this to happen. Then you're in deep danger of falling into a disease that we like to call magusitis.
0: Ah, yes, the dreaded magusitis.
1: Nah, Where you, your agency is so great, Talaga, that everything that happens around you has to have something to do with you. That like you caused it, you, you prevented it from happening. That's going to make you crazy because that's your ego talking. It's just your ego talking. You're, no one is that big. No one is that powerful, even if you're a magician. When you do magic, it's like you're surfing a wave. It's not like you made the wave. It's just, you ride the wave to where you're going, but if you don't ride it properly, you're gonna wipe out. It's something like that, I feel. I mean, anyone has access to even the higher Levels of like do, making shit happen. Such so magic can I mean, make you do anything, really. That uh, in the past you have had to learn, like, uh, oh, in order because this is a wealth spell, I need to make an invocation to Jupiter and uh, burn his incense and do all that. You don't need to do that anymore. Caso the flip side is, you are putting yourself at risk, <laughs> and. Um, you should know that. It's like uh, playing with fire. Fire has done a lot for humanity, but it can also burn your house down. The same thing happens with magic. There are too many wannabe magicians who just ruin their lives. Either they go crazy or they ask the universe for shit that they don't really want, and then the universe gives it to them, and then they can't handle it.
0: Yeah, that's why they're… So, Hence the, uh, the old advice, uh, be careful what you wish for.
1: Oh yeah. Uh I, I feel like reality isn't a a um it's not it's not a monkey paw. It won't like give you the wish in a twisted
0: Yeah, no I no, mean, it doesn't man, happen unless, all the time, of course. I mean that'll be a messed up world. <laughs> yeah. Would, yeah.
1: Like if, if reality was that easy to mess around with then all of these like those 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 TikTok kids who hexed the moon. They could destroy reality, but we're still here. They're not dead yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although I am I am legitimately concerned about the TikTok, uh, which is Hexing the Fey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I've, been to, um, like, I've been to the UK, and you uh, like don't joke about the Fae when you're there, because it kinda of feels like they're watching you. Especially like if you're in the moors or like the woods. Uh, I better not mess around here. <laughs> Someone give me a gift and I'll be their slave forever or something. Uh but anyway. Um uh, yeah, what else do you want to know man about case magic?
0: Okay, here's and here, uh, every time I talk to you know, to uh uh, non-believers or fence sitters or muggles, whatever, about about chaos magic, they seem to have this misunderstanding about chaos magic as being, you know, an evil thing because just because it has the word chaos in it. Yeah, so, it's so what exactly is um, the chaos in chaos magic? Uh, chaos, because um,
1: it's uh, the idea of chaos. Is currently called Kia, it right? Uh, it's like.
0: Oh yeah, my favorite ser- word in chaos magic, Kia. Woo, so yeah. mysterious and esoteric. Anyway, please continue.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's the, it's this thing where, um, how do I start? Like we all have our, our ideas how the world works. We have a, you know, we have our concepts of how the world is in order and you know. Um, it's a place that's supposed to make sense, but really, the underlying reality doesn't make any sense. We only make sense of it ourselves with our minds. And chaos magic represents this. It's all of these the systems of magic and traditions and all of those things that we thought along that mankind has come up with. They're just ideas. They're just ideas. They're not the reality. Uh, Robert Anton Wilson used to say, the, the menu is not the meal. Uh, most people think nah, their idea of reality is really reality, when really they're just looking at the menu. And uh, the menu does not taste like the meal. Uh, just like magical books, magic books aren't magic by themselves.
0: Yeah, they're basically they just actually, instruction manuals.
1: Yeah. The, the act of magic itself is what's going to make you understand that magic works. Uh, why is it chaos magic? Because um, chaos is unlimited. It's uh, uh, boundless potential. It's, fo- it's formless. It means it can manifest any way. Now, like imagine, for instance, that uh, let's say you're a Christian. Like a really devout Christian, and then you have an enemy and you want him dead. Are you going to pray to, you know, Yahweh and say, Hey, Yahweh, could you kill my dude? He he wouldn't, because that's not what he does. For some reason, our idea of him is he's righteous and he's all of these things. So he's not, he's a bad fit. He's a bad fit for what you want to do. But if you're, you know, you're in the, mind space now. Oh, I can't do anything. There's no other other truth but this this one deity you, uh, then you're stuck there and you'll never get out. Chaos is everything that's outside. Outside that box. So chaos magic is magic outside the box.
0: Anything and, goes uh, magic.
1: Yeah, it's why you remember the the, the uh, Spock example I gave a while ago. A, a, you know, a um, Self respecting ceremonial magician would never invoke uh, Spock.
0: Spock, the he's Star like, Trek Sp- character.
1: Spock, yeah. Be like, why would I? He's not real. The
0: logical space Meanwhile, elf. That's Spock.
1: I know, the gods are real. Uh, Zeus is real. All of these things. And Chaos Magician Select, like, you know, all of those things are just as real as all of those gods and. Uh, D- And everything you've come up with because all of that arose from the chaos. It's just a way for us to order what, you know, to understand what what we experience from this chaos. For instance, let's say you tap into this chaos and it heals someone that you care about from a terminal disease. If you're still in the bus, you're gonna chuck, always a miracle. Or, but because God blessed us, or it was like this, you have explanation already. And chaos magic, the whole point of chaos is no need the explanation to perform the magic. You just need to know that it works and how to. It's a eminently practical form of magic.
0: Alright, that's cool. So uh we're gonna take a few minutes break uh an intermission all right so uh we'll be right back in a few minutes and when we come back we're going to uh we're going to discuss sigil magic here okay, right. and here comes the weird ass music. the music used for the pods podcast the music used for the podcast show is broken reality by uh, by Kevin MacLeod not related to uh, certain immortal and uh, although i did call it a weird ass music it's a weird ass music that's uh, i find it funky yeah i find it really funky and in appro- and, uh highly appropriate for for this show Anyway, uh, back to yeah. uh, back to uh, Pinoy Chaos. So, okay, so I'm sure our listeners would like to learn uh, at least a, a trick or two from Chaos Magic. You know, just the really basic stuff. What about sigil magic? Sure.
2: Yeah,
1: sigil magic. This is uh, maybe most Famous part of chaos magic, really. Um, it's uh, it's basically an act of sorcery boiled down to its basics. Um, uh, make a sigil, you draw like a special symbol that's supposed to accept desire. You're supposed to um, activate it with this uh, in the uh, classical chaos magic um, concept. You activate Gnosis, and then you uh, you let it manifest. Uh, you try to forget about the sigil. Right? Try you let it manifest and so. On.
0: So it's like those magical uh, the, symbols you see in uh, in RPG games, right? RPG play uh, video games.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's almost just like that. You just draw these, uh, these arcane-looking symbols or whatever. And they're supposed to manifest your desire, but um the process is just a little more complicated than just described. Um but it's not very complicated. Um you uh what you do is you uh you formulate your desire that's step one, which is you write down your intention. a single sentence. Um like I wanna pass the math exam. Um, um I wanna uh be for some reason, they always say Bootsy Collins. So I want to be Bootsy Collins's boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever. If you're into that, uh, and you write it down into a single sentence, and then um, Peter Carroll suggests that all of your uh, intents should be written in like present tense. Uh, he calls it V prime, a vernacular prime, where you remove all. Um, all references to other times except the present. So, like, if your your um, intention is, I, I want to pass the math exam. Well, first, you know, I want to is very weak. So you change that to I will. I will pass the math exam. But it's still in the future. So you rephrase that to I pass the math exam. And then when you have something boiled down simple like that in present tense, you um, remove all duplicate letters from the sentence. Like you cross them out. And then uh, Grant Morrison suggests you also cross out all the vowels as uh, all words share the same vowel. So if you keep like putting an E and an O and an A in your sentence, they all tend to look the same. Um, so he suggests getting rid of the vowels as well. And then with the remaining letters, you... Supposed to connect them up and arrange them so that they look like a sigil, a single unified sigil. Uh, There's no hard uh, rules when it comes to this.
0: So basically,
1: um, yeah, so basically, yeah, I like for instance, there was this one guy, um, he was an interior designer, um, like graphic design, interior design. So his sigils were always so clean. Like, they looked like corporate logos.
0: Aesthetics.
1: Yeah, that was his style. Um, other people, you know, they like to make them look like web sigils. Uh, some people like make them look kind of sci-fi-ish. But it's still... It, uh, the thing is that it... Like... it, it. Like, um, it, um, it uh, Awakens something in you, it like it sparks something in you. Like, uh, um, uh, I call that gnosis, but other people have other terms for it. Like Phil Farber calls it woohoo. It's the thing that makes like a really enjoyable experience. It's like woohoo. You need to add that thing to your magic so that it works.
0: So it's kind of like that scene from Shaolin Soccer where all the, you know, all the Shaolin brothers, you know, suddenly had a reawakening when they were playing soccer. And that <laughs> reawakened their kung fu skills.
2: I to, I, it has to be
1: something that, it, I guess, inspires you. Like, I mean, if you're not into Wicca, pero you feel it more, the magic ng Wicca, it might not work. Because you're not into it. Yeah. So it has to be something that you're into.
0: Yeah, so we is not for everyone. Uh not and and not every sys, not every traditional system and that works for everyone.
1: No, no. You have to find the one that works for you.
0: Yeah, and, you gotta uh, find something uh, that works for
2: you, yeah.
1: you have to make a sigil that inspires you. Like it, mm, this is a magical thing. If it's not yet work on it, feel it looks like a sigil. I mean you can always throw together like a quick sigil that, that works I mean I've done it to find parking and stuff like that but uh, useful. You know, I feel like uh, if um, the more the more attention the more effort you put into the sigil like the more effective it is in the long run and then once you have your sigil uh, the next step is Gnosis uh, Gnosis is this concept in uh, Chaos Magic where you you bypass your rational mind, which is uh, sometimes referred to as the psychic sensor. The psychic sensor is that part of you that, that you know, you're know you witnessing an act of magic or a miracle or something out of the ordinary, and it goes, no, this can't be. This can't be happening. And that's bad if you're trying to perform sorcery because you're self-sabotaging yourself. In order to do this, you need to achieve gnosis. Gnosis is... Uh, non-rational state of mind, either excitatory or inhibitory. Inhibitory, that's, uh, uh, meditation, fasting, um, vows of silence, for instance. These are all inhibitory.
0: Yeah. Keyword is inhibit
1: your mind. You're trying to shut it up. You're trying to, um, in Zen, they call it the monkey mind because it just jumps around and thinks here what's this what's this thought over here and it's completely uh against the focus the the will you need to perform magic so uh there that's inhibitory gnosis uh excitatory gnosis on the other hand uh, dancing chanting sex uh the classical chaos magic gnosis is
0: masturbation really because it's so simple that's good news Uh, for all your perverts out there Uh (laughs) <laughs> Go crazy with your manifestations.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're... Wank away. Anyone, right? <laughs> Take <a laughs> sigil into the bathroom with you or something. No, but, but, but seriously, uh, it, because it's very simple. The moment of orgasm, whether it's masturbation or you know, sex with a partner or whatever, uh, the moment where it it's good. It will, it shuts off your rational mind for an instant. And during that instant, you should be staring at your signal. You should visualize it. That way, you're sort of smuggling it past the psychic sensor into the part of your consciousness, subconsciousness that will help manifest it. Again, this is just one explanation. It's not necessarily the explanation, but it's, uh, It's the one that seems to be um, favored by Pete Carroll and Phil Hine and these people. So once you've achieved gnosis, either inhibitory or excitatory, you need to achieve that moment uh, where the rational mind, the ego, shuts down briefly, no matter how briefly. And in that moment, that's when you stare at the sigil and you fire it off. Into the ether, so to speak. Um, after this, uh, some people like to destroy their sigils. Uh, I, I like to fold them up and hide them in my magical journal with a date on them. You know, just you do. I can't open it up after until the date passes. And the reason why you have to do this, why you have to put the sigil out of your mind, is because, again, you're conscious mind, your psychic your psychic sensor, will keep trying to meddle with it. Did it work already? Is it working? And the more it does this, the less room, I guess you could say, that the magic has to work.
0: Ah, uh, Yes, the, so the so-called lust for results.
1: Yeah, the lust for results, exactly. Uh, in order to defeat this, you need to use what they call slight of mind. So you need to put it out every time you think about it, you remember it, you sigil. The sigil itself already is an encoded version of your desire so that just by looking at it, usually you won't be able to tell what it means. But you're going one step further and you are intentionally suppressing it. You're, you're, you're repressing it into your subconscious. Um, this seems to take advantage of this, this um, phenomenon where whenever you repress anything, like a desire or a fear or anger, it just gets stronger while it's not in while it's in the background, and then it just comes back and it surprises you. That's a bad thing usually, but in sigil magic's case, you're using it to your advantage. You're repressing your encoded desire so that it doesn't have any choice but to manifest, uh, and you step nyan hands off kana. You have to wait. Can't do anything, you can't keep checking if you formulated your, your intent properly. No, you have to leave it alone and let the universe work, so to speak. Um, and, uh, um, if everything goes according to plan, you get what you wish to. Almost literally, like, if you ask for money, for instance, like you say, uh, I have $150, you say something like that. You will find that you will only get $150. You find that it's quite literal. So, um, you know, when you formulate your intent, be precise. Make sure you're asking for what you want. Because, like, for some people, some people ask for money, for instance. Money is only a means to an end to get what you want. So, it's better to sigilize directly for what you want, instead of for the bunch of money which you're going to use to get what you actually want. Uh, basically, the more direct, the more simple, the better talaga. Um, every time you add conditions to your intent, uh, humihina siya, like So be as precise and as direct as you can. Um, and you know, when it finally works, then you have two conditions of the magic books. And that's the start. That's the start of your... I guess your magical career.
0: All right, that's that's great. Simple, yet anyone can make it work. Anyone can can do it. Anyone can manifest their desires at uh, their their desired goals with just a piece of paper and a pen. Okay, oh here's here's the thing. I have a, I have a, one concern though. Uh, yeah. Not everyone is comfortable with using masturbation to charge and fire sigils, so perhaps uh, there are. Do you uh, do you have any no, do you know any alternatives to masturbation? Yeah, of
2: course.
0: Okay. Remember, you, remember, we live in a third world country. <laughs> it's a predominantly Catholic here. Uh,
1: there are many forms. Of <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: The, the many ways to uh, achieve multiple.
1: if you sex, lang, like if you don't want to jerk off by yourself, you can draw the sigil
0: on your partner. If you have it. a partner, does? Sorry, man.
1: Oh. Or um, you know, uh, you can like you can you can if you are familiar with this. <laughs> If you're familiar with the with, uh, runner's height, like uh, when you exercise, there's this endorphin rush that hits when you're running. Uh, that can also be excitatory gnosis, but you're going to have to get tired to achieve it. Um, that's the thing about excitatory gnosis. You have to push yourself over the edge. If you're dancing, then you have to dance till, like, you know, um, dance like no one's watching, dance until you lose your rational mind uh singing chanting the same thing uh you inhibitory nosis baliktad naman siya you're yeah. trying to achieve a state of vacuity like kasi in this case instead of overwhelming the psychic sensor with input like in uh, nosis, you're quieting everything down a meditation um yung nga a fasting even um Vows of silence. In vow of silence is very related to, to slight of mind also. It's like you don't talk about the working that you just did. because. It's like opening a bottle of soda pop. It's like, okay, it'll probably still be okay, but you let some of the fizz out already by talking about it prematurely. So uh, some people, they can't help it. I mean, magic is an exciting thing. They talk about, oh, I just did this, I just did that. And there's the so-called rule of silence. It's not that magic is supposed to be kept secret. I mean, there's one aspect of that, the occult. But more importantly, it's like keeping the lid on the rice cooker till the rice is done.
0: That's a good analogy. be able to let it go and do its own thing. Uh, okay, okay ka lang dyan. You seem to be having trouble. What? Are you having trouble there with your audio or mic no. or?
1: Uh no I thought I thought uh, I couldn't hear you na
0: kanina but no I'm fine I can hear you clearly though yeah man uh, anyway
1: what else do
0: you wanna know ah okay so uh since we're now we're near the end of our program um. Perhaps uh, there are resources you would like to share with our dear listeners, especially those who are curious enough to try Chaos Magic.
2: Hello?
1: Hmm. Hmm. I can't hear you anymore.
0: I don't hear anything? Uh, okay. Do you have. All right, I'm gonna ask again do you have any resources you would like to share with the listeners if they want to try uh chaos magic uh let me you know let me type that on uh on messenger
1: Oh, no resources okay uh sure like websites, um, well, books chaosmatrix.org
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah, that is a very good site. Classic. Sure.
1: Um, yeah, Chaos Matrix is great. Uh, Pete Carroll's early stuff, uh, Libernall and Psychonaut, Liber Chaos. Bill um, Condensed Chaos and Prime Chaos, that's great. Um... Uh, you mentioned uh you know, Advanced Magic Beginners by Alan Chapman.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Advanced Magic for Beginners by so Alan totally Chapman. It, 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 goes it so he's my uh, primary influence right now.
1: Portion, I feel like it's too, it might be overwhelming for when starting out. So starting out, just
2: do not do just
1: do with it first. Everything else will follow
0: yeah okay here's one last question okay
1: uh is that
0: um yo okay here's one last question uh oh crap i forgot (laughs) uh -hmm. okay okay i just remember i just remembered uh is it or no? Should or Should people who uh, want okay, to try easy, chaos magic uh, practice an older system first, mm-hmm. and then and then go for chaos magic, or the or they should go straight to chaos magic right away? Oh. Did, did you understand
1: Sorry, man it was really
0: garbled oh, okay like okay uh should beginners try uh, get into uh older uh tradition like witchcraft wicca, and uh, hermetics before chaos magic or should they go straight to chaos magic magic no,
2: no,
0: Hello?
1: No, oh, go straight for Chaos Magic, man. I mean Chaos Magic will allow you to do all those other things. But if you start with you know, some confining um Hello, can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you clearly.
1: Hello, can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you clearly. Hello? I can hear you clearly. Hello? Hold on. on. Let me type yeah, something. Great. Um Okay, great. Uh, no, start with Chaos method. Here we go. Uh, sorry, everyone, for the technical uh, difficulties we're having right now. Yeah, I'm here. I'm still here. Okay, so why should they go straight to, uh know, to chaos magic? Yeah.
1: All right, man. Uh, so the question was, you know, should, they, should they get into a a, a a tradition before getting into chaos magic? Yeah, you know, chaos magic. Get. Let's you, you know, start right away without the baggage. Like, uh, you can always get into the more complicated kinds of magic later, Enochian, uh, Hermetic stuff, and it'll fit perfectly with your chaos paradigm because with chaos, everything works. So there's no reason for none of the other traditions not to work. On the other hand, if you join a a tradition or whatever that claims to have, you know, the truth, then you'll have problems transitioning to a different... uh, you know, practice later on if you become suddenly interested in voodoo, for instance. Or, you uh, know, um, uh, dreamings uh Australia. Um, yung mga, what's all in one magical systems they claim to be uh, the truth. So they don't have room for, you know, um, superstition such as those other beliefs. But if you start with Chaos Magic, you can fit any belief system.
0: Yeah, even bullshit beliefs. Uh, you can make it make them work for you.
1: <laughs> you, can, you can make your own. Yeah. So uh that that's the thing. It could be overwhelming for beginners who want something safe and traditional to start out with. But I still say chaos is a great place to start if you want to start.
0: Heck, if I want to Heck, if I if I feel like it, I can I, know, I can I could just uh, summon Popeye the Sailor Man, you know, for that warrior you energy. You just you just
2: need, you just need spinach.
0: <laughs> Blow me down. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anime. Yeah, anime. Popeye that's another. That's, a, no, that's uh, anime there's a lot of chaos in anime.
1: Yeah. Uh like um for instance, um I know this isn't anime per se, but like Avatar, the last airbender, there uh, are a lot of solid uh teachings in that uh, that cartoon. The I mean, Chakra Alignment part pala, I'm like wow, this is correct <laughs> in a cartoon. Oh yeah, that is a great uh, show. The, the that is a great of the show. Yeah. Uh, ayun, um no, yeah. If you start with chaos, then like if you're a fan of whatever, like uh, then you can incorporate it into your magic with no 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 hitches at all.
0: That's correct. If uh, if uh, you guys uh, want to summon, let's say, uh, what uh, Ranma from Random One Half or or Kamina from yeah, the lagan go, uh, go for it heck you could probably <laughs> i know um you could probably invoke uh, uh one of those generic characters in in amateur porn <laughs> you know the pizza delivery guy or the... okay i'm not going to go <laughs> in more details i don't even i don't even watch porn <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, they don't Although I am more likely like to produce porn, you know enough. in writing art. Yeah. Woo go hentai. <laughs> um,
1: right. <laughs> but yeah, pornomancy, that's still a thing.
0: Wait, somebody actually does porn Seriously.
1: Oh, do you yeah, um do you know uh the RPG unknown armies?
0: Uh, this is the first time I heard of it.
1: Okay, so Unknown Armies, any kind of obsession can become magic. If you're obsessed with porn, you can become a pornomancer. If you're obsessed with numbers, you can be like a number magician. It, the thing about Unknown Armies is it has rules for like re, like chaos magic. So, uh, it shows you that anything, any obses- obsession, obsession, Strong enough can be magic, even porn.
0: Okay, so if I'm obsessed with tits <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Breast yeah. of <laughs> Okay, that is so that is a so weird. <laughs> but hey, it's not weird if it works, right? <laughs> oh no, let's wait. It's still works. weird, but it works at least.
1: Yeah, one of the works.
0: Yeah, as long as it works. You know, just like that meme with uh, Fist of the North Star character with a stick of dynamite, and then he calls it a martial art. Hey, as long as it works.
1: Yeah, whatever works. No, nah, except it didn't work.
0: So to, so to all you budding mages out there, start throwing dynamites, uh, metaphorical dynamites, against uh, the yeah, yeah. Re- uh, suffocating reality.
1: Yeah, I mean If you want to assault reality, there's that DKMU book, the Assault on Reality. But I feel like that stuff is not for beginners.
0: Mm, that is true. Maybe they should just. Uh, maybe our listeners uh, should just stick to you know whatever uh, chaos magic groups they can find on Facebook or somewhere else on the internet.
1: They can get into whatever they want, man, as long as they. We are prepared to face the consequences.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Magic is magic is simple, but not easy. There's a there's a difference between simple and easy.
2: Yeah.
1: Like in your case, I'm sure you like you tried to do magic to find like uh, other occultists, and then you got exactly what you wanted. But yeah. The occultists you got.
0: Alright, uh, here's a side note on uh, jo- uh, if ever you have the desire to join occult groups, uh you gotta be really uh, discriminating, okay, before yeah. joining one. Uh, you really got to you know. You you really got to make sure it's you know, it's the right group for you. I mean yeah. I mean if it's you know, if the if the leader is like an asshole or something who's more likely to you know to abandon you let you die in a faraway place yeah that's not, that group is not for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> it could be a discussion point for another episode man because oh yeah I got the people who oh. end up joining the groups and then you need to know which groups are good which ones are gonna take advantage of you how can you tell if it's a cult I think it's an interesting discussion for another time man.
0: oh yeah that is definitely a future episode on Pinoy Chaos so uh do you have any closing remarks?
1: Um yeah, uh invoke often
0: and banish off. Wise words from multi. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, thank you very much for having you on the show.
1: Alright, no, thanks for having me.
0: All right, here we go.
1: Alright, thanks, man. See you next time
0: and that's it for today on pinoy chaos and to all you crazy sons of bitches out there who's willing to try chaos magic go do it just do it according to the wise words of shia labeouf just do it don't let your dreams be dreams and let your soul scream okay he didn't say that last part but I'm pretty sure, but it sounds good anyway, right? So, blessings, blessings, blessings to all of you. Have a good night. See you all in a future episode of Pinoy Chaos. I'm sorry.